Welcome back to Stay Curious, Stay Kind. I'm your host, Danielle Rose, and today I'm sitting down with one of my closest friends, Della Downey. We met right before the pandemic through work in Los Angeles. I immediately connected with her, and she is someone who helped throw me into my healing spiritual journey. Inspired by her mother's perseverance, Della embodies love and compassion in her music, which is available on all platforms. But besides her musical pursuits, she holds a bachelor's degree in photography, explores hip-hop and heals dancing, e-commerce modeling, and creative direction. So many things. She's a busy woman. Since this is the, still the beginning process of this podcast, there will inevitably come some hiccups. So unfortunately, we had a hiccup in this one, and my recording equipment overheated because we were outside in the LA heat. So the first part of the podcast is nowhere to be found, but I felt this conversation was too good not to share. I hope you can find something in here that will resonate with you and maybe something you needed to hear today. Stay curious and stay kind. Okay, we're back after some technical difficulties with my phone <laughs> overheating, but it's fine. This is what these few first episodes are about, figuring it out. So back to where we were, which <laughs> I was talking about my our moons and our emotions oh yes and we're talking moon yes. likes to hide behind her wall yes mm-hmm. yes we love that so now we're going to shift this energy of we have decided we don't want to be friends with somebody or a relationship how do we move on and like let that go and grieve that what do you do um, what, what's your process all, i feel like you have to allow yourself to be okay with the fact that you're grieving the relationship mm-hmm. in the first place you have to like notice you need to yeah. grieve it yeah, yeah because Like, you have to recognize, like, oh, I'm not just thinking about this person because I want to be with them or something. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Like, it's okay for you to reminisce every now and then. Like, sure, you guys had good times. Like, you can't deny that. Right. But at the same time, once you know that something isn't good for you necessarily, Mm -hmm. you kind of just, you're grieving those good things. And because you know that you'll miss them and you won't necessarily get to have those experiences with that same person again not right. necessarily that you won't have those same experiences mm-hmm. they just won't be with that person yeah. and you kind of have to change your own narrative of being okay with that and knowing that like there are more people that are gonna come in your life yeah. probably that you'll be able to grow with and again it'll be like a lifetime person or a seasonal person but yeah. at the same time I think being present is something that I had to practice mm. because the only thing thing that really keeps you in that space is just constantly staying in the past right you know so if you're being present and you're focused on what is happening now rather than what was happening then it makes it a little bit easier to move on okay great so sign sealed the podcast is done because we've discovered everything we need to do (laughs) that was just like the most beautiful explanation because it's true it's like you need that first like self-awareness of mm-hmm. like it's time to let this person go yeah and it's and hard like, it's not it, easy yeah, whatsoever and, and then like accept it yeah and that's i think for me that's the hardest part is like i can realize that it's time to move on but mm-hmm. i'm not like accepting i don't accept it necessarily right so that's what keeps me in that negative headspace for longer than i need to and mm-hmm. then like moving forward knowing that like you will have better experiences or yeah, even like the same experiences like moving forward with, with another, other people yeah with yeah. another person but i think that's at least for me that was like the hardest part to believe that there was somebody else out right. there that could give me those experiences if not better yeah and even even when you do get to that point where you have somebody that's giving you better yeah. that shit is scary 
Oh, like you, yeah. When you get into a relationship with a healthy person and then yes. you have to like realize all your toxic traits. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. disgusting. Let's talk about that. It's disgusting. Yeah, because it's, is that, that's what you're going through a little bit right now, most right? Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you care to share that? Yeah, sure. Um, I think so. Actually, we took this test to like discover our attachment. You and the person you're talking to right now. Yes. Okay. And it's so that we're both secure, which is kind of <laughs> crazy to me. I would consider you secure. I would consider my, myself secure now. Now, yeah. Like, not a few months exactly. ago, maybe. Exactly. And but... I feel like, because I did take the attachment test beforehand, mm-hmm. like, before my situation now. Yeah. Um, And it said that I was preoccupied. I can't tell you exactly what that means. I would have to look into it more, but... Now Wait, beforehand you said it like says? before I was in the situation that I am in now. You took it and mm-hmm. have you never shared this test with me? I want to see. Well, I I thought you knew. No, it's okay. We'll talk okay, about that. We'll later. talk about yeah. um, Okay, so you realized that you said it was it said preoccupied. Yeah. And but what is that? Did it give I you mean, a definition? It did, but like I can't go back and remember what it said at okay, this point because okay, this okay. was like months ago. Okay. But now you took it again, and now what did you get? You it's got saying, secure. Yeah, I'm secure with a low avoidant and low attachment. Interesting. Yeah. I got like a two point something, and he got like a three point something. We're both secure. Interesting. Yeah. But like, <laughs> do you, but you don't, do you feel like you're secure? I, for the most part, yeah. I feel like there were things in my past relationships that kind of affected me to make me not a secure person mm-hmm. and have this like pull of wanting that them to be around or like thinking about what they're doing all the time without me and wanting mm. like kind of like FOMO but mm-hmm. in a sense um yeah but now I don't like care as much because of the person that I'm with yeah but um, is that because of the person you're with or because of something that you have I think it's a healing, like a stage in your healing journey where you're like gotten to this place of secure with or without this person I think it's both because I feel like before him, I dated other people mm-hmm. and it was different. For example, like he's always reassuring me and I didn't realize that that's something that I wanted or needed. So you didn't ask for it. He was just already mm-hmm. doing it. Right. Mm. And like he pushes me to do things, but like little things like that, that kind of are bigger in the long term that I wasn't getting from other people mm-hmm. that I just get from him that makes me feel more secure. Yeah. Which is great. I think that's a great part of the healing process. Yeah. It takes a while kind of to get there. And like I said, it's really scary because it's like you're getting all the things that you kind of asked for, Mm -hmm. but then you're also being exposed to the things that you weren't about yourself. Yeah. Like toxic traits in yourself that you kind of have to realize. Like, for example, we kind of had an argument where I didn't realize I was doing things that made him feel a type of way. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he wasn't able to communicate those mm. things in that moment. Mm-hmm. So then we had a conversation about it. And that's the thing, too. Like, he's so mature that we actually sit down and have a conversation about these things. Does he bring it up? Or, do, like, do you, like... Well, for this situation, I didn't think anything was wrong mm-hmm. except for one thing. And he was the one that had to talk to me to express how yeah. he was feeling. Yeah. Or else I wouldn't have known. Yeah. But like we're mature enough to sit down and have these conversations and be okay with being open enough to listening and understanding mm-hmm. and like taking the time to kind of learn this different part of ourselves and each other. Yeah. Um, just because I also feel like just because you're friends with somebody doesn't mean you know all of them. 
Yes. And let's talk about that, actually. Yeah. Because that's a very interesting take of, like, moving from being friends to being more romantically involved. Yeah. Do you have <laughs> any advice on how to, like, make that transition? I think my biggest advice would be to be open of giving space, mm. you know, because it's new for both of you. Right. And of course you're like, as a human being, you're kind of going to have these certain expectations based off of your friendship and your past romantic experiences. Right. And you have to realize like everybody is different. Yeah. So you kind of have to take every relationship as something new Mm -hmm. and not just because you guys have been friends for a while like cool that's great that's dandy you know a little bit about them but this is going to be a side that you've never seen before and it's kind of like you're relearning everything yeah so take the space and be open enough to learning and also don't run away from something that feels scary you but know. like that's so much harder said than done. Like it is. What, it is. What do you? That's another thing that I feel like people may struggle with is like not putting too much pressure on it and not like running away and being afraid. I mean, I'm definitely somebody who like can be afraid yeah. sometimes. I mean, yeah, you're like, human. But it's like, how do you not be afraid? Um, <laughs> like that's a deep, deep question. But like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's more of like confidence, not a confidence thing necessarily, but more of a be okay with taking chances yeah because you only have one life yeah yeah and so my biggest thing with getting into this relationship with my friend is i didn't want to lose him yeah like that was my biggest thing Mm -hmm. and okay going back to the feeling secure part i think the biggest thing about my relationship with him that i enjoy is the fact that he always tells me that no matter what happens like if we date and then break up if we don't end up dating whatever that he's still going to be there for me as a friend yeah and just to have that kind of reassurance helps and granted you're not going to get that from everybody and also i mean he can say that left and right but that doesn't necessarily mean that that will happen because you can't really predict the future you can't it's an expectation thing but it's you just having the faith that like you'll be okay no matter what and i feel like that like as you were saying that it kind of makes sense like like don't be afraid but also like just don't be afraid like like you you can you're human those feelings are gonna happen it's fair but like you don't need to because at the end of the day like you really will be okay no matter what happens Mm -hmm. and having that faith like in yourself and in your relationship if that's something that you're like fearful of losing but like yeah it's also a trust thing like trusting yourself first of all and then like again kind of having the faith to trust that what they're saying is true and then if they show you that it's not then that's what it is what you do dip 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 yeah exactly. like we're not here to that's another thing like i said earlier i'm a people pleaser so that's something that i'm learning to fall back on Mm -hmm. and put myself first and like of course in relationships you kind of have to sacrifice certain things sometimes yeah i think certain people don't think that but i think that but again like this is your life at the end of the day and if something Mm -hmm. isn't making you happy then you have to move on you gotta move it along yeah Yeah, i think about this like i did like you know getting to know him and stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. and i just was like really sad about 
him leaving, I was like, I feel like everybody leaves all the time here. Like, it's so hard to, yeah, like, stick it out. And, like, I was just so sad about it. Yeah. But he did say, like, he was like, but isn't that awesome how, like, every time you lose a friend, like, you gain another one. And sometimes they're even better than the first one you had. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's so simple. And it's so, like, of course. But, like, you don't think about that in the moment. It's because but it's we a make hard reminder. so much, yeah. like, deeper and more complex than it actually has to be or like because emotions are yeah we like make ourselves sadder than like we need to be at least that's what i used to do i used to be like very upset and it's like it's so true i just think about that a lot because it's like i lost that one roommate but then i gained my like new best friend roommate and like we had a great time together and it's like i kind of had to like make room in my life too for like that's the thing a yes, better friend room. or a better person to spring like, cleaning right like get them out <laughs> get the new one in like and that's okay you know that's mm-hmm. kind of just life life happens like that some people are like you say what is it they're there for a reason a season and a life period period <laughs> period <laughs> what do you do about closure how do you get closure from like ending a relationship sometimes i don't mm. does sometimes that affect I, you i mean yeah but at some point it's like you have to move on and like a lot of these things just come with time yeah um there is no like what do they say there's no timeline for healing really mm-hmm. healing um, isn't linear yes healing isn't linear yeah. so with certain things like you just don't get over it but you live your life either way yeah you um, like keep going right but for certain closure, I guess once somebody pisses me off, I'm done. Like I'm done. The door is like, closed. Like you're like you just give yourself that closure. You're yeah. like it's over. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's so I move interesting. On. I can't do that. I literally have to like my closure remedy is like literally writing them a letter and then ripping it up or burning it. Like I write them like a goodbye letter. I mean that's like that's just because I'm like a visual learner. I feel like that's like my I need like visual a visual rep- aesthetic. Yeah, like I need like Sounds a visual like- representation of like a healing process or like something to kind of like be like okay, like that's done. But that's the thing for me. Like I give them chances on chances on chances right. on chances, and then at some point I get tired and I'm over it. Yeah, and then I'm like, you know what? Well, maybe we need to stop giving chances. No, exactly. That's why I done cut off so many bitches. All right, good. <laughs> but now, do you give too many chances? Still? I mean, I speak up more. From, that's one thing that I'm right. like working on and learning. Yeah. And speaking up for myself more. But again, it's kind of like what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I tell you, you're making me feel this way. I don't like it when you do this. Or yeah. I don't like you when you say this because of this. And they can't hear me after I've said it once or twice. The third time, like, mm-hmm. why am I here? And how can you consider me a friend when you are obviously disrespecting me? And that's it. Listen, communication is key, but comprehension comprehension is I don't even know, more of a key. The top the deadbolt. I don't know. But like right. it's like if you can say everything you need to someone, you can lay out a blueprint for them to treat you well mm-hmm. and they can still not hear you. Right. And that's I think important to realize because that's a time to be like Well yeah, and at the same time know that that's okay too yes and like some people are just on a different wavelength as you some people are just not supposed to be there for a long time even though mm-hmm. you might feel like they're supposed to like maybe yeah. it really is just yeah. time to let them go <laughs> like i'm definitely somebody who used to try to like fix people mm-hmm. and like yeah, me too help people because mm-hmm. i feel like fix is the wrong word because, it has a bad because it's like it. it's a subjective thing like 
I can say I want to fix them, but they could be fine. Right. (laughs) Like they're good. They're chilling. They don't need anything to be fixed. And that is like important to learn of like, yes, you can help and guide people and be there for people. But at the end of the day, like if you're straining all your resources and your mental health and your whatever. You are not their parent. Nope. Something my mom always told me Mm -hmm. is stop making other people's problems your problems. Because Mm -hmm. I used to do that a lot with Mm -hmm. like my dad or certain friends. And it's just like, why am I doing that at the risk of losing myself or losing something that's very valuable to me and it's like sure i do it out of the kindness of my heart but sometimes it is not worth it because it's like will they ever do that for you no and it's like what are you trying to do by helping them you know like that's what i feel like i started to realize it's like it's a little like manipulative me Mm -hmm. for me to be like trying to help this person or guide this person or fix this person if that's the word we want to use like you're not I can't like it's their life like they will be helped when they want to be helped and like I can like drop the seeds or whatever but holding the resentment of them not choosing to like listen to listen to you it's like it makes it way worse Mm -hmm. in the end because at the end of the day my therapist said the thing that people always say which is like you can lead a horse to water but you can't make a drink oh yeah and that's just like it's so that like bouncing off of that i feel like people don't realize everything is a choice like Mm -hmm. you choose to do something and then there's a negative outcome that you didn't expect and now you're upset but you chose to do that you know and you like have to make choices right like that's the thing it's not like you you i feel like that's something that used to stress me out was mm -hmm. making those choices but at the end of the day you're gonna be stuck if you you have to make a choice right one might be wrong none nothing is wrong or right everything is like leading you to whatever you need to be led to Mm -hmm. so like but like at the same time i just find it funny sometimes when people kind of blame others or blame the situation when it's like but you chose something and then that is just the follow-up of your choice yeah but that's harsh you know people don't want to they don't want to they don't want to they don't want to have that conversation they don't want to have that conversation at all okay let's switch to the topic a little bit let's have you ask me questions if you're ready if you have any questions prepared something that like you may not know or like something you want to know about me that we've never like i mean i kind of want you so something that I've been trying to do. So just for everybody listening, my mom, she sadly passed away from cancer on August 11th, 2022. May she rest in peace. But I have been wanting to get closer to her through spirit. And mm-hmm. my brother kind of has this thing where he can like see and talk to her through his dreams. Oh, interesting. Um and if you guys don't know this about Danielle, she kind of, like, has this spirit that's always with her uh-huh. um, that she connects with. So I just wanted to know, like, I know it kind of just came to you, mm-hmm. but if you can elaborate more on kind of, like, how you feel you connect with spirit. Yeah. I feel like for everyone Spirits. listening. Yeah. I feel like for everyone listening, I'll be a little, like, transparent about what happened. So basically, the boy that I, like, first kissed in middle school and was, like, the love of my life. He passed away, like, sometime during 2020, like, during the beginning of COVID. wasn't COVID-related. At the time, I didn't really know what happened, but 
I was one time in Roswell, New Mexico, which is like where the spirits hang out and, you know, whatever. There's like the aliens. Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. And I'm not really, I don't know all of the facts behind that, but, you know, it's a, they have like cool UFOs as like their light posts and stuff. It's a very cool, (laughs) it's a very cute little space. I was with somebody in a hotel room, my friend at the time, who can speak to spirits and can allegedly see spirits and we were both asleep or we were like falling asleep mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she got up and ran to the bathroom and she came back and she was like danielle are you sitting up and i was literally laying down like i was like laying flat and i was like no like i'm like laying like this like i like put my arm up like this and she was like there's somebody sitting in your bed and i was like girl what the f-? i like <laughs> ran to her bed i was like excuse me the dog was there like it was like a whole thing i was like cuddling with the whole dog and everything all night because i was like i'm not sleeping in that bed like whoever's over there like they can have the bed it's fine right, yeah. and so then the next morning we like went to this coffee shop and i was like talking to her about it and i was like do you think that the person was like for me like i'm confused because there was another time like a year earlier that i was in a hotel room with her as well and like when we woke up in the in the morning they were like there was another girl that was with us and she was like did you see that guy that was standing next to danielle's bed like and i was like what are y'all talking about like i was like really freaked out at that point because i really didn't know anything about like right. spirit yeah, world no, I, <laughs> I was like too. so the reason i asked her this time in roswell was because like i was like maybe this person is for me like I don't know why, but, like, I was a little freaked out because, again, I thought, like, all spirits are bad. Like, yeah. I thought that it was, like, a scary thing following me or something. Probably because of, like, television. Just, yeah, just, like, movies. I hadn't, I just didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, well, you know, you should ask this. Or she first asked, like, well, do you know anyone that, like, died kind of unexpectedly, like, young? Because, like, she knew it was somebody that was young and all this stuff. So I asked, she was like, well, you should ask him to, like, show you a sign. So in my head, I was like, okay if it's you please show me like a feather in you know the next like 15 minutes or something Mm -hmm. so we like walked out to our car after the coffee shop and like literally next to her my side of the car was a feather that was like this big and i was like okay oh my god and so then i was like like look at this like do you see this and she was like yeah like you should ask him to like show you his name next and so i was like okay so I was like, okay, if it's you, like, show me your name before we enter the town or exit the town. And his name was Brandon. And I was like, so, like, you know, show me or whatever. So we, like, spent a little bit more time in the town. And finally, we're, like, exiting. And literally, like, the last building before we exited the town, there was, like, this huge sign. I'm talking, like, the entire side of a building. And it said, like, the politician, like, let's go, Brandon. And I was like, no fucking way. Like, there's no <laughs> way. He and said, yo. He said, I'm right I'm here. here. And so, yeah. So <laughs> then later we, we kept driving. And at some point I, like, brought it back up. And I was like, do you have any idea, like, what he looked like? Like, do you remember uh-huh. what he looked like? And I, like, showed her a picture of him. And she, like, got goosebumps. She was like, that was literally him. Oh my and God. we did some more digging. And unfortunately, he overdosed. And that was also interesting because, like, when she woke up out of sleep, she was like, she like felt like she was gonna throw up but she like couldn't Mm. so she like i guess maybe got some type of like how he passed Passed or something yeah i feel like for me it was definitely helpful to have somebody in my experience who did have more in touch with like spirits and stuff for me to kind of understand because even before that there was a time where like she saw a ghost in italy and like it was just like 
I didn't I couldn't see it and she was like if you allow them to show up they will show up mm-hmm. so if you like ask them and say like I like want like I'm ready and I'm willing you know what I'll I show was, up I was listening to this meditation the other day mm-hmm. and they were just saying like you need to ask like they need permission yeah, yeah. to help you or yeah. like come to you yes and that's like what I mean what's interesting is that I didn't really ask for permission technically mm-hmm. but like I guess because I was with somebody who had that ability mm-hmm they're more easily able to like be the like she was kind of the messenger because then at some point I asked her I was like well why do you think he's even here like I don't understand like why he's following me like that was freaking seventh grade like <laughs> not a big deal like whatever and yeah, she you said why me yeah and she like she was like well that could have been a time in his life where like he felt super pure like the last time he felt like very like young youthful pure energy and like he may have done something to you that has like affected your life for like the long term so he's here to like protect you from getting hurt anymore Mm. and i thought that was very interesting because it is true that like he like left me for another girl or whatever and like it's just a seventh grade you know yeah but but like still still, i was like in love like i loved this boy like i was like obsessed like he was my first kid it was a big deal like he was like i love you like it was like Again, a big deal to me. Like, it was just, like, my first love at that time, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, this boy was giving me love and attention and whatever. And it makes sense because then, like, further on in my life, like, I continuously, like, put myself in situations to feel this jealousy or this, like, resentment towards people or being like, oh, well, they're going to leave me for somebody else. And Yeah, I definitely got to... We got to find out what your attachment style is. Oh, it's definitely anxious. You think it's anxious? No, no, no. It's definitely disorganized. Hmm. Yeah. But we'll get to that one day. Okay. But the the moral of the story for the spirits, I think, is like exactly what you said, which is to allow her to come in. You have to ask mm. and be continuously like open keep, to it, mm-hmm. like and, actually open and to be it. more specific because like I asked for feather, like a feather. You know, I wasn't like, oh, just show me a sign. It's like, well, that could mean anything. Yeah, yeah. You have to be like a like a specific like a something yellow butterfly. Could, if if I'm yes, like if I'm on the right path, mom, like show me a yellow butterfly in the next three days. Mm-hmm. And when you see that yellow butterfly, you'll know. You know. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Any other questions? Wow, that was just such an interesting story. Though. <laughs> like it's pretty bus- spooky. It's fun. Have you ever traveled alone? Like, just by yourself to a different country? Or has it always been with other people? To a dip, like, like living or being in a... Like, just being multiple. there to for a few days um, or a month, whatever. Or has it always been with other people? Because I was going to say, like, if you have traveled alone, like, what are some of the things, especially being a woman, what are some of the things that you would suggest? Mm. Just because, like, I want to travel more. Yeah. I just renewed my passport so like i'm kind of nervous to travel alone outside Mm -hmm. of the country um i've done it in america but um i just wanted to know if you had any traveling tips yeah i um i feel like i never like i don't think i've spent an extended amount of time like alone necessarily in Mm -hmm. a new country but i remember the first time i went out of the country to italy i had to like immediately get off the plane and like figure out how to get to the bus station no the train station i had to find a bus and then get to the train station and then get on the right train and all this was in italian Mm. and i was i was nervous but 
I feel like, you know, have your wits about you. Like, don't be like listening to your AirPods because you don't want to talk to people. Like, just be more mindful of like people. Be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, because definitely like Italy too, there is a lot more scamming of like, if somebody helps you, they expect like a tip. Mm. And that did happen to me and I didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah. And it's fine because he did speak English to me and he figured out and I was like, I need to go here and do this. And he was being nice and he wasn't being like creepy or anything, but he was like, tip for me. And I was like, okay, like that's fair. And so I gave him like five euros or something or whatever it is over there. And I feel like it was probably actually five dollars. I don't know if I had cash at that point. Anyways, <laughs> and then it was very stressful because my phone wasn't working, so I couldn't even tell the people Shoot. that I was like, I, like the Wi-Fi wasn't connecting. I didn't have like a SIM card. Like, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of things now though that now that I've traveled more, I do know like there's an app you can get where like you can immediately get data when you like enter. You don't have to like wait to get a mm. SIM card to like do this. So that would help in general to already like still have your phone like right, i was worried right. about that but then i mean i figured it out and it was fine but mm-hmm. it was uh stressful because then i got on the train i didn't know which train to take and then i got on the train and i was like well i don't have data and i was like i oh, hope i'm going God. the right way and it was like I it was like cry. night it was like <laughs> nine at night like it was like and i was like she said that they'll pick me up from the train station like hopefully i do get picked up and then i remember like I was like listening to the thing and it was like in Italian. I was like, I've never even heard Italian basically ever before. <laughs> and yeah. I was like trying to you figure didn't that try out. You to use the translate app? No, my phone wasn't working. Oh, facts. So that's another Wait, thing. Wait, but yeah. it wasn't dead. You can use. See, I don't think I knew that you could like have an app that then I it was just going to be like using Google Translate. Oh, I there don't might know. be on an my, app now. On my phone, there's automatically a translate app on there. That doesn't require Wi-Fi? or data well i don't know about the data part but i don't know because like i've never tried it that way but but especially like with data like i don't know damn i'm sure there is so the gist of it is learn some of the language before you go to the country i don't even know if that's true though because that might be more stressful like that might hinder you from wanting to go i think like well no because like if you know basic words yeah but even the most basic words like kira and i were talking today like Somebody was, like, speaking Spanish to her last night, and it's, uh-huh. like, you still get, like, uh, uh, sometimes nervous to, like, even yeah, say the first yeah, word, and you true. might know all of the, like, you don't have to necessarily do that. I think it's just, like, don't be too stressed out, because, honestly, in most of these countries, they speak English. Yeah. Somebody somewhere in a five-mile radius will speak English, and you just Damn, be, like, <laughs> you'll be, like, I mean, yeah, you might have to walk for a little bit, but, like, you will find somebody eventually, yeah. probably, that will be able to help you, or even using your google tra- like whatever mm-hmm. people in the world are actually probably more good than bad there and we i go. think that when you travel alone you do have to be mindful and use your intuition and your gut to guide you but also trust that like you are protected and mm-hmm. it you're gonna find somebody who will be able to help you yeah or your guides your spirits will help you yeah like there's no like that's what i think about a lot too like when Santi and I were like hanging off a cliff in I- Iceland in like a snowstorm, we were like literally the water was like here. I was like, it's over here. Like I was like, Santi, be careful. Like because we were like being blown aw- around, oh and I was God. like, but you know what? We were protected, and I'm sure not everybody is like always able to feel like they're protected. But if you can try to get that energy, things really do work out okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you like? 
going on a trip soon? Because it's your first time going out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, exciting. Well, no, technically my second time. The first oh. time I went to Cancun in my oh. sophomore year of high school. Okay. But that was so long ago. Oh, so you renewed your passport. You didn't yeah. get a new one. Right. Oh, okay. Well, no, I had to get a new one because it expired. Oh, uh, so. yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> well. But I got that bitch expedited, so hell hopefully, yeah. hopefully I'll get in next okay. few weeks. Nice. But, You don't yeah. have to talk about it. You could just talk about, are you traveling alone? Are you traveling? No, me and Booski are gonna travel nice that's cute (laughs) yeah i'm excited i'm kind of nervous though because it's like i've never been well i don't know it's like going out the country with the person like your lover is like a a, lot it's a good test let me tell you it's a good test i'm like i hope we pass because yeah that's a lot i think we will if it's meant to be it'll pass i think we will pass and if not like it's not it's not the end all be all if you don't travel well together like you can learn how to travel together true like and i think the key to that though communicate beforehand what do you mean i heard this on like uh therapy jeff's podcast he was talking or him and sarah were talking about like having a discussion about like roles when you're oh, when traveling. traveling and i did that recently with the cruise and like that did really help because it basically i was like just trust me like yeah. either i trust you or you trust me to get us from point a to point b right because okay. i've had traveling situations where there was not a lot discussed and then like, also re- like that's the thing about me i like plans so yeah that's good though i feel like i would have to be the person that he has to trust but, but like he also, has to know that and yeah. not feel like butt hurt right, right, that right. you want to take the I mean lead. obviously I would include him on whatever he wanted to do cuz well, I yeah, know but like, like but he's someone the one like taking nav- me anyway but someone like navigating and someone like right, having right, hold right, right. of the like all the necessities or having like just giving each other jobs yeah to, like be more like like you're working agreement. like you know like mm-hmm. delegate the roles so yeah, that people yeah, yeah. know like what they're responsible for and nobody's like so i thought you were messy. gonna do that i thought you were gonna do that well i was gonna do that because you did that it's like we'll just yeah. talk about it beforehand and then you yeah. can kind of like let's avoid that. the argument before it happens. yes because that that happened once with me and a friend mm-hmm. in another country there was just i was going about my business and they were going about their business and at some point it led to a fight because we were not on the same page but we both didn't know we were like not on the same page until the fight happened and then after we were like talking about it it was like well i thought this and it's like well i thought this and i was doing this because this and i was doing this it's like but if we had gone in being like i like to like get to our places and like we don't Mm -hmm. like that's the one thing about in a country in another country you don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing exactly yeah because then you don't want to look lost because then people will come up and they'll scam you and Mm -hmm. that's like i learned that the first time i dropped into italy and so it's like you kind of don't want to be like because then you look a little like okay you know and that's not not to say like don't mosey around but it's like if you're happy if you're trying to like make it to a bus or make it to a train or make it to a plane like that's not the time right now i'm sorry okay dr seuss (laughs) <laughs> do you have anything else you would like the world to know about you or what to look forward to in your career or um, look forward to me being assigned my name is Della Downey yeah follow or my stage name is Della Downey yeah where, um, what are your handles so people can follow you you can follow me on Instagram at Della X music okay D-E-L-L-A X music also I'm just working on music writing a lot um there's nothing that i really have planned set in stone to release but i'm definitely going to be releasing more music before the year ends boop, boop. but in the meantime check out my videos check out my music it's on 
literally every streaming platform. And YouTube, is it this just the same? YouTube, it's the same. Yeah, just okay. Della Downey. Cool. Google me, baby. Google me, and I'll feel so honored to be your first podcast. Yes, thank you. When for you having get me. have on Good Morning America, I'll be like, I remember when. Come on, Good Morning America. Come on. <laughs> I love that. Well, yes. thank you for having us at your home. Yeah, and course. having this great discussion, it was very yeah. fun. Sorry about the technical difficulties. You know, but we made it work as we, we do always. always. Make it work. And I love period. you so much. I love you too. All right, bye, guys. Bye.